Hey guys, on this show we're looking at Fisher, Candy, Franklin, Charles, Calloway, Brown, Aykroyd and Blushie. We're looking at 1980s The Blues Brothers. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of 100 Things We Learned From Film. I'm one of your hosts and I'm asking for an orange whip, orange whip, orange whip, three <laughs> orange, orange, whip. orange whip. Yep, three orange whip, three please. Orange whip. <laughs> uh, and I'm the other guy and I'm Jailbait. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Of course you are, son. Of course you are. Uh, and this week we are talking about a great film and we have got a very special guest I would like to ask our guest, uh, a certain Mr. Punk, what the fuck do you want? I don't know how to answer that, but I want to say I'm an arsehole man. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, do you want arsehole men? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, but you're in what, the right the punk place. punk fucking once. <laughs> I, heard that. I heard that quite plainly. He said it. <laughs> Oh, hang on, I'm just ticking the box for explicit on Apple Podcasts. Okay. Oh, that'll happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, the uh, the gentleman whose voice you can hear, Punk, is the host of uh, What the Fuck Do You Want podcast. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about what the fuck it is you do over there? Not fucking really. I get people <laughs> on on a weekly basis. I'm like, here, sunshine, what the fuck do you want? And then they tell me, and then they fuck off. It's a good system. It's it's a great system. Good. It works yeah. fantastically. Yeah. I've been lucky enough to uh, to guess twice. I got to tell you that uh, I wanted um, better movie tie-in games, and I also wanted uh, horror films to be scary again. Yeah, it was fantastic. Mister Movie Man comes over. More fucking games. Just what I wanted to talk about. Brilliant. <laughs> Your podcast is very heavy game uh, I, related stuff. For some reason, I found my people among the geek. <laughs> Some my <Somehow>. people. <laughs> yeah, the geek shall inherit the pod. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun, uh, listeners. I recommend that you, uh, you you go you go and find that. And look, if you listen to this, you just want to go listen to the ones that I'm on. Obviously, oh, they're the best ones. Yeah, well, I would argue they're not. Uh, I, I quite liked the Pokemon one, but m- more because it got me to think about what Pokemon I'd like to have sex with. Uh, and uh, I, I very nearly got a Twitter ban, I think, for that. <laughs> the day after that, 40-odd Twitter notifications. I never want that to happen again. Jesus. Block, block, block. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what film have you bought for us uh, today, Punk? I decided it's fair time we talked about the Blues Brothers. Okay. Now, Classic. this is your favourite film of all time, is that right? It's the only film I like. The rest of it <laughs> is garbage. It can be shot into the fucking sun. <laughs> Every movie designed after this has just been a cheap copy in some form or another and shouldn't really exist. <laughs> what, such as Blues Brothers 2000? Yes. Pills in comparison. I was hoping you were going to leave this a bit further down the line <laughs> before we fucking fell out. <laughs> no, I've never seen it. I refuse to watch it. Oh, I never watched it. It in comparison. Oh, it really does. It's, it's it's more like Turquoise Brothers than Blues Brothers. Kayan <laughs> cons. <laughs> but, but I, uh, I, I'd never watched, uh, I'd never watched Escape from LA until mm-hmm. about seven years ago. And I actually, I've got a bit of a soft spot for Escape from LA. 
it's got some really good it's the same film played mm-hmm. over again uh but yeah it's got some really good bits but i just can't bring myself to watch yeah do, do they not do they not kind of keep a kid in the boot of the car is that not the thing like the kid lives in the boot of the car kept it in the boot of the car, drove it off a bridge, would have been a better movie. <laughs> it's awful. It came in a double pack. At one stage, you could only buy it on DVD if it came with the sequel. I'd say, wow. oh, I never knew this had a sequel. That's brilliant. There's a fucking evening plan for Mr. Punk. <laughs> not so. to be. Just use it as a, a coaster for your coffee. Oh, not even. I wouldn't have it in the house. <laughs> So, uh, listeners, uh, regular listeners will know what this is uh, is all about. But for those them what don't, uh, we are going to get together, run through the film, try and come up with as many things as we can between us, hopefully a hundred. Uh, at the end, uh, we'll sum up and uh, and see if we, we, we broke that uh, magic 100 barrier. Are you chaps ready to go? Let's do it. I was fucking born ready. <laughs> And angry. <laughs> <laughs> the film opens at the Joliet Correctional Facility. Jake is this character being walked to the office. Now, I don't remember this bit lasting quite as long as this bit takes. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of... I mean, I get that the whole thing is it's a big place. Wouldn't mind the opening shot of, like, nighttime Chicago... Mm. I always thought that was like fucking Mordor or something. <laughs> oh, it's horrible, wasn't it's it? Downright fantasy. It's like Detroit, like the beginning of bloody uh, Robocop, wasn't it? They, they're <laughs> building John Lee hookers in that, uh, in that plant somewhere. <laughs> I guess blues is back on the menu, boys. <laughs> The Joliet Correctional Centaur, as it's now called, uh, was called the Illinois State Penitentiary, which kind of comes up later on, uh, was a prison from 1858 to 2002. It's also in the film White Heat, James Cagney. Uh, the first season of Prison Break, which is one of those things everyone's oh, you've got to watch Prison Break. Well, they break <laughs> out, and then they go back, and then they break out, and then they go back. I've had enough of that. Uh, Red Heat, great film. Bones, oh, that show. And Mindhunter, which is another one of those things I've, I'm never going to watch. Yeah. Just going through trivia on the movie, apparently that helicopter that got the outside shots of the prison got shot at. Did either of you see that? No. Jesus, no, I've never seen that. <laughs> of course it did, why not? Yeah, when you get to the scene, why are they shooting at us? They say, you're in a fucking helicopter going around the prison. It's probably looks a bit dodgy. As, so- as-, as soon as you said helicopter, I was like, shit, we've really got started on the Landis stuff early here. But no, <laughs> evidently not. We'll... Uh- We'll leave that for a little while. In fact, we're not going to mention that. We, we won't oh, I that definitely time. will. <laughs> yes, so will I. <laughs> Just make the promises you kind of keep, boys. Kind of, kind of keep. So uh, this uh, this character's checking him out. It's Frank Oz going through all of the things that he's missing. Mm, Timex watch one with broken. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one uns- unsoiled prophylactic. One soiled is, mm, yeah. Or probably even better would be Miss Piggy, but I can't do a Miss Piggy impression. Just hi, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Frank Oz's face when he pulls out that soiled prophylactic yeah. on the end of the pen. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so here's a question, lads: Was he arrested mid-coitus, or does he just keep a used Johnny in his pocket? Nobody cares about the environment. He didn't want to just throw it away in the side of the street. Cho- uh, cho- choking a choking a turtle on his Johnny. <laughs> we've already we've already used them anyway, have we not? 
Yeah, they're reusable. I'm pretty sure Harry Potter said that once. <laughs> just wash it. It's a bit sticky, but it's all right. <laughs> it's it's a little wet. It's still good. It's still good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. When the burning stops, stop. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a black suit jacket, uh, one pair of black pants, one hat, black. <laughs> At $27.87. And he signs his name as an X. Does he not have a pair of sunglasses as well? Oh, he does have a pair of sunglasses. That's quite important. So unprofessional. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Uh, He signs his name with an X, uh, I would assume, because he can't write. Um, (laughs) You can still sign an X if you want in... if, if you're signing your name, if you're mm-hmm. illiterate, if you're illiteral, if you uh, have illiteracy or you are disabled, but it has to be witnessed. So there has to be a witness. You can't just turn up with a bit of paper with an X on it and get away with that. Mate. Could you change your name legally to X? Uh, would, would you be Mr. X? And then if you get a doctor, you X, become Professor X. X? Do you believe in not being able to read? <laughs> oh, oh, there's X's wife there. <laughs> uh, well, X's ex-wife. <laughs> uh, this Timex uh, prop watch sold at auction in 2012 uh, for $15,000. Stealing all my facts here, big guy. Uh, we've all, we've all got the same facts. <laughs> Don't share your notes. This is what he does. There's a, there's a car waiting for him outside. Dan Aykroyd's back. Uh, second Dan Aykroyd film we've had. Uh, yeah, this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's slim, isn't he? He's really <laughs> slim, slim. Yeah, yeah. He can shift as well, can't he? Felt, yeah. Well, I Don't guess not slim, or it's just beside Belushi. He's a bit. It's just yeah, 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 true. Possibly, yeah. possibly. I I watched that uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife recently. Yeah, it's not so bad, I guess. But uh, he could barely move. I think they stand him up between takes. Didn't get his fucking harmonica out once. <laughs> or his crystal skull vodka. Thankfully. Uh, I did like that car, though, that, that uh, Dodge Sedan. All right, car. yeah. But I was looking at cars, that, so it is illegal to drive a retired cop car while it still resembles a cop car, so you've got okay. to take everything off it, so it doesn't have any badges in anything. Okay. Well, to be honest, that was probably the, the least of their issues. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh... <laughs> this film. Um, the the music that starts up here is She Caught the KD. Uh, it's the nickname of the old Missouri-Kansas-Texas Railroad. Uh, so she's fucked off on a train, is the song. Written by <laughs> Yank Rashel and Taj Mahal. <laughs> no, really. In I thought you were going to say no relation there. <laughs> the, eighth, the eighth wonder of the world. <laughs> What, this song? This <laughs> it's not tag. that good. Big tag. Even the best song in the film. Uh, and it's well, j- apparently James Belushi's favourite blues song, which is why it features. So when they jump in the car, they're not wearing any seatbelts. So we double-checked the dates for that. So yeah. wearing of seatbelts uh, is mandatory in 49 states, apart from New Hampshire, where only those under 18 are required to buckle up. Uh, New, York state pa- New York State passed its first law um, it was mandatory to wear seat belts in 1984. All right, okay. Hmm. There you go. So, what is it about New New Hampshire that they just don't give a fuck about anybody's lives? They just don't give a fuck. Old oh, Hampshire, they do. <laughs> New Hampshire, they don't. <laughs> I was going to say that jump over the 95th Street Bridge. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, that was classic. Yeah. 
Uh, that bridge has a four-star rating on TripAdvisor, which <laughs> is impressive for a bridge that doesn't have a bar. <laughs> yeah, there is, and I probably will not pronounce this right, uh, Calumet, Calumet Fisheries nearby that has a Blues Brothers mural. Oh, right. Wow. So, okay. One for the bucket list. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it was opened to traffic on 27th of June, 1958. Excellent work, boys. Brilliant. All over the dates, boys. All over the dates. And did you get the boat going underneath during the jump? Uh, yeah. It's uh, only only famous due to the film. Mm-hmm. Um, and an eatery adjacent to the bridge displays photos of the film. Uh, fans are... There's notices there in the, in the uh, actual restaurant telling fans not to try the jump themselves. <laughs> I would assume because it just wouldn't work. Yeah. I don't know too much about science, but I don't think physics works the way that uh, it works in these films. See also the Nazis falling (laughs) probably about 700 feet. (laughs) (laughs) He's talking about the the car. What happened to the Bluesmobile? He said, I traded it. You traded the Bluesmobile for a cop car? No, I traded the Bluesmobile for a microphone. Oh, that's fair. I picked this up at the Mount Prospect Police Auction. Um, It's a, uh, (laughs) it was a great deal. Uh, He's talking about, it's got a cap motor, cap tires, cap shocks, (laughs) made before catalytic catalytic converters, so it'll run good on regular gas. Catalytic converters, uh, the first prototypes were designed at the end of the 19th century. How old is this fucking car? (laughs) Jesus. Well, it's a 1974 Dodge Monaco. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The whole point is it's a control that converts toxic gases into less toxic pollutants by making sure I eat less beans. (laughs) They pull up at the orphanage that they grew up in to see the penguin. Now, this is one of those scenes in the film that I always remember really well, but isn't nearly as funny until I watch it again. And I am laughing the whole way through this (laughs) thing. You know, the kind of the... The, the the floating in through the floating backwards in through the door is Even great. The no. doors opening by themselves when she's yeah. at the desk. No. <laughs> yeah, it felt like I reached back to like yeah, young Frankenstein times. They were trying to do something <laughs> spooky like that. Really worked. I it. Absolutely, she had she was very Fran Bluker. <laughs> <laughs> I had a brief stint in America, and I got the joy of my life when I seen the Blues Brothers was playing during the day. Right. I didn't realize the censored movies. To play oh. them during the day oh, there. Oh, do they? Oh, they do. So the scene plays out as you remember it, but they take out all the swearing. So why is the nun hitting them? <laughs> because so you can't poor. hear them saying anything. No, She's just they do, they're saying, ow, ouch, oh. And she, oh, God, yeah, because it's always, yeah. fuck, oh, fuck. No, <laughs> Christ. <Hardick>. Shit. <laughs> yeah, so none of that's in it. They're just saying, ow, and ouch. And she's getting angrier and hitting them more. Oh, right. Brilliant. Catholics, were you? Yeah, Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Uh, They're sitting in these little school desk seats. I love these little seats, Yeah, I remember those. Belushi can barely get in. (laughs) Jake's kind of (laughs) squeezing into it. Um, And she's like, oh, come a little bit closer. (laughs) He's bouncing the way they're bouncing. (laughs) Just brilliant. Um, So it turns out they owe five five grand in taxes or the building's going to be sold. Jake says he'll get it, but she won't have any stolen money. <laughs> These line is, well, I guess you're really up shit Creek. She said, I'm sorry. What did you say? Uh, well, see, 
when you said <laughs> that you needed the money and you wouldn't take stolen money, what I said was, you're really up shit. He just keeps hitting him. <laughs> I mean, he's either pigeons learn faster or he's just a dick. And I'm not sure which. Did you spot her name in the credits? No, I didn't. Sister Mary Stigmata. <laughs> wow. Just fucking tickles me. <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, she <laughs> knocks him down the stairs in his chair. Um, another pretty good stunt that quite blatantly he doesn't do. Oh, well, apparently he did do that. All oh, right, okay. Oh, uh, he injured himself quite badly and had to be put in a back brace and take painkillers for the rest of the shoot. Right. Wow. Well, I, oh, he hated taking painkillers for the rest of the shoot. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't, he? Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't hit he the wouldn't anything out of that. <laughs> Uh, as they, they reach the bottom of the, the stairs, uh, they meet Curtis, played by Cab Calloway, who lives in the boiler room like fucking Freddy Krueger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember you. Yeah, always killing kids and singing us Elmore James numbers. <laughs> uh, he uh, His full name, Cabell Calloway Third, American jazz singer, dancer, band leader and actor, uh, master of scat singing. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, that one will do it. Yeah, it's fine. That, that's the that's the joke. <laughs> uh, his most famous song, "Minnie the Moocher," we'll learn a little bit more about later on. Nineteen thirty-one, yeah. inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame in nineteen ninety-nine, and he was the first African American to sell a million records from a single and have a syndicated TV show. <laughs> uh, Helen of the Breasted Shroud is did not exist. I think it was a building that was shot in the south side in a, in a like a lane somewhere. Okay. There's plenty of that in this, isn't there? I don't know about what you boys have got, but I've got plenty of that. Did you guys see the, uh, in Chicago, religious organizations don't get taxed? No. Sounds about right. Oh, I thought that I came across this one quite a lot. I was like, the whole reason for the movie to exist doesn't exist. <laughs> it's not a thing. <laughs> wow. So he tells them, to go to uh, Triple Rock Church to see <laughs> Reverend You Cliff. get wise, you get to church. It's <laughs> a great line. Um, and I love this scene, right? James yeah. Brown, for me, you know, oh, I'm the hardest working man in show business. Uh, yes, and he really was. He also had my mam's hair from the 80s. This scene, <laughs> <laughs> kind of into. He's preaching and singing. through this movie going every song that came up, that's my favourite. That's my favourite. <laughs> yeah, so did I. I, yeah. I, I, was, I was in that as well, to be honest. Except this one, I think this is happily my least favourite. <laughs> oh, really? All right. I okay. don't know what it is. I, just, I can't gel with it. I love the scene. I just yeah. don't think much of the song. Okay. But it, it, I'm going to argue this now. As much as I like James Brown, he's not a singer. He's oh, just no. some man that shouts. like an MC. He would have been hey. shit hot in the So Solid crew. Natural show, man. <laughs> He was an entertainer. He was an entertainer. He was, He was. yeah, he was known as the hardest workman in show business, of course. Uh, the Godfather of Soul, Mr. Dynamite, Soul Brother number one, uh, <laughs> ranked number seven on Rolling Stone's list of 100 greatest artists of all time. Uh, number one was the Beatles, because obviously he's got Beatles. no fucking... There was four of them. Uh, <laughs> uh, he had numerous children, but I only acknowledge nine of them. <laughs> of did, Wait, Boris Johnson? <laughs> 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 Is 
a connection in a half in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cue me dying off, Mike. I'm 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 going to get down with it. I'm I'm going to get on it. Uh, like a sex machine. <laughs> yes. Get on up. Get on up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's um uh, it's the big payback. What a fucking arsehole he is. Not James Brown, although I don't think James Brown was, was a particularly great guy. Have either of you seen, seen that James Brown uh, story of his life film? It's Chadwick Boseman as James Brown. No. It's no. fucking brilliant. Is it good? Yeah. James Brown Family Foundation, still today, gives away Thanksgiving turkeys every year to over a thousand poor families. Are those jive turkeys? Jeez. Well, I've just gone total 70s. I watched The Warriors last night, so that's why I'm All right. <laughs> jiving away here. <laughs> Excuse me, stewardess. I speak jive turkey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I only noticed on a rewatch of this, uh, Chaka Khan was leading the choir. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was doing so- so at some point, James Brown had said, help me, Shaka Khan. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't notice that. Excellent. Well spotted. That's that rap's just coming to my head again. I need to stop. <laughs> I need to stop it. Do you need a minute? <laughs> Chaka Khan. Chaka, Chaka, Chaka. <laughs> John, I, I really feel for you. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> this sun shines through the window onto Jake uh, and he believes he's getting the band together. Do you see the light? <laughs> I see the light. Uh, this this bloke dressed as Jake doing these massive somersaults down the aisle, um, which I imagine if they'd just give him some speed balls, he'd have probably just done them himself anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> issue. Yeah. Uh, he was a manic dancer. Even the stuff that he was doing, you could see he was proper manic with it. So yeah. he probably had the energy to pull the, the, the flips off. Uh, yeah, cocaine's a hell of a drug, John. Hell uh, of a price, hell of a price, eh? <laughs> uh, later, uh, later on, they're in the car, they're listening to uh, Sam and Dave on this eight-track. Uh, eight-track was a cart- cartridge, each of four programmes, comprised of two tracks playing simultaneously to provide stereo sound. And you know what? They no longer exist. Only in the movies. Can't get them, absolutely. <laughs> Can't get them. Elwood explains um, that the band went straight, his words. Um, he says, well, you know, we'll have to get them back together. Uh, they run a red light and get pulled over. Uh, the cops check the license in this bit of kit, this smart system. <laughs> and find that Elwood's license has been suspended. Instead of stepping out, he guns it. And this starts probably the best car chase I know. Yeah, that's yeah, right up there. So, yeah, and, and Elwood, his first use of, of, of the line, uh, we're on a mission from God. He's like, oh, they won't catch us, we're on a mission from God. <laughs> he, also called, he also calls them rollers as well. I've never heard that expression before. No, life. I haven't heard that either. It no. Turns out it is, it's a slang for police officers. It was widely used in the East and West Coast in the early 70s. Is it to do with the lights? or? It doesn't mention it, it just says it was, mm. it was classed as black slang, so it doesn't mention why they called them that. You weren't allowed to know. Yeah, we were, we were too white, you know. <laughs> you've, you've, you've ruined the uh, you've, you've ruined what people think we look like now, John. <laughs> they head 
into this mall. Uh, oh, remember shopping centres? Uh, and into this Toys R Us. <laughs> like, oh, literally Jesus. into this Toys R Us. This guy yeah. holding a Grover teddy. Do you have Miss Piggy, like, <laughs> grinning away? <laughs> Just smash <laughs> straight through. So, I mentioned to you throughout the week while we were making notes for this, this is my favourite scene in the movie. Uh-huh. And I have completely destroyed it for myself. I don't think I can ever watch it again. Oh, why? I think you've probably got the same notes I do. Is it all, the, all the places... oh i remember commerce um (laughs) the person holding the toy asking to buy ms piggy Mm -hmm. that's a stunt coordinator carrie mclarty oh wow yeah landis was a massive muppets fan references to it everywhere i mean frank oz but did a bit of homework on mclarty because i tried to dig a bit deep in and came across on this. I'm, I'm going to get a bit uh, that F King guy on this, so cut me off as soon as it goes dark. <laughs> in 1982, McLarty was hired to serve as stunt coordinator on Twilight Zone, the movie, on which he also doubled for actor Fick Morrow. On July 23rd, during the filming of a scene for Twilight Zone, the helicopter he was on spun out of control and crashed, killing Fick Morrow and two children on the ground resulting in injuries for McLarty and the others aboard the helicopter. In the subsequent trial, McLarty testified that prior to the accident, he had warned director John Landis that the stunt was too dangerous, and Landis denied this. So, John Landis, McLarty, good connection there. <laughs> Absolutely, and uh, John, John Landis, first instance of us mentioning what a piece of shit he is. Mm. <laughs> yeah. uh, McLarty went on. He he did not have a great time after that. In 91, he shot and killed his roommate. His house also caught fire and burned down during the incident. Uh, McLarty semi-retired from stunt work in 2004. The following year, he testified at murder trial of actor Robert Blake, testifying that Blake offered him $10,000 to murder his wife, Bonnie Lee Blakely. McCarty declined. Blakely was fatally shot in Blake's car outside a restaurant in May 2001. And then on October 11th, it doesn't get any better, 2014, McLarty and his friend and fellow stuntman Bob Orison were killed in a traffic collision in Rancho Cordova, California. McLarty was 73. And then I googled Christy Olsen, who was the actor on the till, but she didn't get up to much. Or maybe she didn't she just, murder anybody. Yeah. She didn't, uh, uh, maybe she had it better. Did it chop any kids he's off by accident? <laughs> Uh, welcome back to Hollywood Homicide Podcast. <laughs> We're, fucking hell. Uh, so don't. this comedy podcast, uh, <laughs> inverted commas, Jesus Christ. I totally ruined it for myself. <laughs> no, that's, that's a bit dark, <laughs> isn't it? all of our listeners. Yeah, <laughs> great, great work, Punk. Yeah, cheers, mate. Cheers, uh, mate, bollocks. <laughs> This chase through the through the mall, a real mall, by the way. How wide were the uh, were, were the kind of the, it was the like, walkways? Like, yeah, yeah, it was kind of a massive. little bit like like a really really big metro center. <laughs> Aye, like with the end shops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. What I did notice, I don't think I've ever noticed, is they completely unnecessarily drift into all of these shops it's only it's like the same stunt over and over again yeah it's like, crazy taxi kind of drifting yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they, they, run. 
they caught everything, so I managed to see all the stores, which was fine. So there was Toys R Us, there was um, Pier One, GCPenney. Mm-hmm. I could tell you the dates when all these were founded. But there was something called Jewel. Did you see that? It was just one of the big main signposts on the, 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 the actual mall, but I, I couldn't like find the, it anywhere. Like, like the Steven Spielberg big truck chasing the guy down. <laughs> I said Jewel, no Jewel. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> Listen, fucking man. Listen, man. Listen, you hear what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening, I hear you. <laughs> uh, right, so Toys R Us founded in uh, 1957, uh, Pier 1 Imports, 1962, and JC was founded in 1902. Just thought Fantastic. I'd work them out. I'll be your date, love it when you whip them off, John. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Toys R Us that's coming back as well? Yes. Is it yes. really? Apparently. Uh, wow. Apparently, we is coming back as well. Is it though? Is it a pack and mix? Oh no, we can't do a pack and mix. No, COVID, we can't do COVID, COVID mix. That would be uh, tongs and bag. It should call it now. Tongs and bag. Don't touch that, it. Well, that that sounds like one of my favourite uh, X-rated films. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and did you know it's no illegal to wear sunglasses while driving at night? It's only advised or recommended. <laughs> to not surely do it. it should be. Surely it should be though. I thought so. Because apparently in the UK you can't drive through a tunnel with sunglasses on. Mm, well, I I drive through the time tunnel quite regularly. You wouldn't want to even try it. Like it's yeah, yeah it just, just doesn't work. Don't know, it sounds uh, like a challenge now. I know. <laughs> it doesn't Can't make it. I've every time I see an Oldsmobile in a film, I always think the new Oldsmobiles are in early this year. The Oldsmobile, a brand of American car by General Motors, sales peaked over one million from nineteen eighty three to nineteen eighty six. Over 107 years, they had the first speedometer, first company to publicly promote cars, first curved dash, first to export, first purpose-built mail truck, first standard windshield, first used chrome plating, first automatic choke, first V8 engine, first fully automatic transmission, first automatic headlight dimming system, as well as the first driver-side airbag. And if you go to honestjohn.co.uk, which sounds a little bit weird, uh, <laughs> they're selling them from be- between 19000 and £25,000. Right, okay. And that buy- nobody buys American though, right? I know. Not even Americans. Uh, and anybody who's got something called Honest in their, in their title is it's not an honest <laughs> person, is it? No, <laughs> generally not. Uh, they fly out through this JC Penny. Uh, JC Penny uh, went uh, filed for uh, Chapter Eleven in 2020 during the uh, uh, during COVID restrictions and were bought out for 18 million dollars. So they still exist, kind of. You wonder how any shop still exists. <laughs> they head downtown to Elwood's room in this deadbeat flop house type thing, watched by none other than Carrie Fisher. Princess Leia Organa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Smoking Princess Leia. Yes. Oh. I know, yeah, absolutely. But so so young. So young mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she, she can she handle a rocket launcher. This rocket launcher. <laughs> <laughs> she can, yeah. This rocket launcher, though, is rubbish. Like, it literally just blows the doors apart and yeah. then some random bricks. <laughs> the so building lo- conti- <clears throat> continues to keep its integrity. I looked at multi-shot uh, grenade launchers. There's, there's no such. There's, there's rocket. There's, there's, sorry, there's multi-shot gra- uh, grenade launchers, but not rocket launchers. Even oh, right. though... Okay. 
it's in commando, so it must be true. It has to be true. It has to be true. It is that 80s level bazooka that always looked impressive but seemed to do no damage. (laughs) Absolutely nothing, yeah. Do you think it it was just a deterrent? (laughs) Cans of links in it? (laughs) (laughs) It's American, it would be Axe, surely. Axe. Axe. Axe deodorants. Axe for X. (laughs) (laughs) Who's this X? They get into this huge room where they're basically playing. It's just all these down and outs, isn't it? Mm. Um, and it's any messages for me? And this guy, no, no messages. <laughs> I expected him to like, uh, put one of those uh, things to his, his throat. I have got no messages for you. <laughs> He's a fag. <laughs> <laughs> I am going down the shop. Do you want me to buy anything for you? I am integrated with my Commodore Spectrum. I think that's probably the second time we've mentioned Golden Looking Chain on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, I. <laughs> and it won't be the last. Um, this old boy in the lounge. Hey, you got my cheese whiz, boy? <laughs> he throws him this fucking whiz. of something. Yeah, Cheese whiz introduced by Kraft Foods in 1952. It's a dip or a coating or something. I mean, it looks like Americans would love it. Mm-hmm. Says me tucking into my steak and arsehole pie. <laughs> I did find on cheese whiz, according to a Kraft spokesman, the product does include cheese, but the company has chosen to list its parts, such as cheese culture and milk, instead of cheese, as a component itself. <laughs> <laughs> That's telling. <laughs> uh, also uh, invented in Chicago. All right. Okay. There you go. That old boy's been eating cheese whiz since it, since it launched. More cheese whiz than man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This tiny room that Elwood's in, by the way, is, I mean, it just, you can barely get the door open. Uh, And the line line that we use on this, I just just use this podcast all the time. How often does the train go by? So often you won't even notice it. Absolutely. Just like the hotel, me and Rachel stayed in at uh, Finchley Park at the weekend. So thanks, the Northern and the Victorian line bastards. Uh, (laughs) This is my idea of a great evening in sticking a vinyl on, bottle of random unlabeled booze and a slice of toast. (laughs) <laughs> this, right, this little so grill thing he's got I, I I was trying to figure out what was going on with this piece of wire thing he was, <laughs> you know I, I couldn't quite figure but I guess he can then just put it there can't he just leave it but I mean that was just a it's not even an open flame so it would just it would just make your bread warm <laughs> enjoy your room temperature bread Elwood <laughs> something to make my butter on <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly Similar to the young ones, wasn't there a scene where they were cooking toast with a light bulb? <laughs> they were. <laughs> so they were. <laughs> uh, the next morning, the cops are here. This character, Burton Mercer, uh, and the, and and the cops from before. Um, <laughs> they, they'd obviously they checked the license, and and the reason not mention this, but the reason Elwood says that they're not going to find them is that his license would take him to Wrigley Field, so the address of Wrigley Field. Uh, And uh, (laughs) uh, Burton Mercer, the the late great John Candy, RIP that guy, big style. Mm -hmm. Um, He uh, (laughs) he says, I really liked the bit. He's actually quite a fun character. Oh, I really Mm -hmm. liked the bit about... uh, 
Uh, yeah, and, 60 and West Edison. Yeah, that's the one, yeah. And the and, and the, the other cop who I absolutely love, because, yeah, real cute. Sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to bring up a note on 1060 West Edison? Because yep. mostly, I'm sure you'll want to join in this kicking, Mark. Uh, the ballpark was featured in a scene in the 1986 film, Ferris Boiler's Day Off. Bueller. 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 Hey, Boimler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know why I'm bringing that up. Oh, I know exactly why you bring that yeah. up. Because we should never forget. We should never forget, oh. ladies and gentlemen at home. Matthew Broderick killed a mother and daughter whilst drink driving about 10 miles up the road in Tampa. There you go. <laughs> yeah, And got away with it. Oh, yeah. Because rich and American. Um, that family still campaigned for that, right? Mm-hmm. I'm th- pretty sure they still campaign for that. Oh yeah, uh, over here all the local cinemas would never show any of Broderick's movies. I don't protest. I had to watch The Lion King with the little people walking around the front of the screen. Little people like Munchkins? No, no, <laughs> it's the audience. <laughs> One of them, their copies from the camcorder. <laughs> One of them copies <laughs> you got from the market. I'm actually trying to think of Matthew Broderick films. Other than The Lion King, that I mm-hmm. would enjoy watching. I think I might have semi-enjoyed a little bit of the producer's remake, but God, his voice just goes through me. Mm. <laughs> Is yeah. he still married to that? That's all that goes through you. You're doing quite well. Oh, God, that <laughs> horse face. He's still married to the horse-faced fucking Sarah Jessica witch, Parker. Yeah. Yeah. Hate her, man. Yeah, I mean, look, is there a more... Like, is there a power couple, like a more anti-power couple out there? I mean, especially now Kanye and Kim are no longer together. <laughs> Fred and Rose West. <laughs> are they still together? <laughs> They're better. <laughs> they've, never, they've never been stronger together. <laughs> and look, credit where it's due, Fred never murdered anyone's mam. He, yeah. did, only murder, he did only murder daughters. So, daughters. Yeah. You know. Look, at least Fred paid the price, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the price was that uh, Broderick wasn't allowed to to stick around with Jennifer Grey and had to marry. Maybe that's his punishment. Aye, uh, that's yeah. probably it. Uh, hopefully. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Inspector had it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so the cops make their way in, and Carrie Fisher pulls up. Right, I couldn't quite figure out how she managed to get these explosives into this building. But she's got this, looks like something you'd could remote control a boat with. Ah, uh, uh, yes, in that. <laughs> I was expecting like a drone to come in or like one of the old helicopters. <laughs> and she sets it off and evidently there's C4 all over this place. It's like at the end of the third level of Donkey Kong when you've jumped over all the plugs and the whole thing falls down. <laughs> Donkey Kong uh, doesn't do so great. They climb out under all these bricks, uh, which I, I think we talked about this punk over during the week. I think I had messaged you while I was watching it and gone, God, I love the foley on that sound of the bricks. Oh, it's glorious. Sounds fantastic. I looked up uh, prop bricks, £20 <laughs> a brick on Etsy from a guy, Zombie Monkey Shop, which is, uh, which, is a, which is a great name, an absolutely brilliant name for a shop. Prop as as bricks, a good insult. I might add that to the list. <laughs> <laughs> fucking prop brick. But I've I've got to share this with you because uh, I was reading the reviews of his of his of his page, and this guy <laughs> gave him one star. 
massively disappointed. Uh, this guy, Stuart, who looks, he looks like I'm going to make him sound massively disappointed. It should clearly state in the title, hard foam. Didn't even realise foam could be this hard, capital letters. It's virtually a brick, ironically. Asked for a refund, but he refused as it's made to order. Well, when someone orders one, why don't he just sell them mine? They said they'd make one of lighter foam, but it was at a silly price. Not happy with this seller at all. The guy's response. Hi, Stuart. Thanks for your positive vibes. Clearly states in the description it's made from a very hard foam. Twice. It was a few pounds more uh, due to chemical costs. Apologies for being helpful after you let us know what you were actually looking for. All the best. <laughs> I love a bit of passive-aggressive customer like service. <laughs> Goodbye, so, yeah, you so, brick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so go and buy anything, whatever they're selling. They're also selling these replica skulls that look like the real skulls used in the Poltergeist film. Don't go die. So, I'll get one of those. At some, point, at some point, buy one of those and, uh, and, and enjoy having your house haunted by uh, Native American oh, ghosts. Bury that in the neighbor's garden, get them in trouble. That'd be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> Good, right. <laughs> That's That'd my ancient great. Indian burial ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm from. Ancient Indian burial ground in Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine that happening, John. Half Tomahawk will travel. <laughs> So he gets up out of these bricks and Elwood looks at his watch. Almost 9am, time for work. And then doesn't go to work. Now, I think you could probably fill in the gaps here, because I, yeah. I wasn't sure what was going on. This actually leads to a scene where Elwood goes to work. He basically resigns from a can factory. That's the one, that's the one I've saw. So mine's is, mine's is that one. <laughs> so he extended. just goes in and there's just cans going by the screen. Isn't there? <laughs> yeah. But it also explains why he has so many cans of magic oh, shade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was expecting him to take a glove off and put it on top of one and just wave it. <laughs> <laughs> it's also quite odd because you see Elwood without glasses. He has clear Yeah, he's got clear glasses. glasses. Yeah, yeah. Quite yeah. odd. All right. Period. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna have to look. Then I think he tells his boss he's going to leave to become a priest. Oh, so he does, yeah. <laughs> a brilliantly awkward scene. <laughs> God bless you, sir. <laughs> Goodbye, my son. <laughs> God, I forgot about that. I must have got the extended version in plenty. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so they, they head for the suburbs, um, and they're looking for two firm, former members of the band. Uh, they they knock, on, knock on this door, and this woman comes to the door, may, may I help you? <laughs> uh, and it's like Lebowski, I, I've written here. Are you the police? Oh, no, ma'am, we didn't mean to give you that impression. <laughs> I imagine them walking and going, love your work, sir. Can he hear us? <laughs> oh, he, he doesn't hear. <laughs> the Belushi holding up the cigarette packet as if it's yes, a right. yeah. <laughs> like Doctor Who with a thing in it. Hey, I'm <laughs> Inspector. Uh, they left a card, and and as as they leave, she goes, "Mr. Man, Mr. Man." Just <laughs> uh, Murph and the Magic Tones. They're called. They're a hotel band with these matching pink suits. Absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, giving it the whole quando 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 quando. <laughs> Absolutely super. There was a point in this where Murph had just finished the song and told the audience to wait around. <laughs> and I just, I paused it at that point to make some notes. And he has this horrible, sneery wink that I freeze framed on. as oh. <laughs> come with me. Did you, did you feel like in seven days he was going to come and steal your soul? I was just sitting there with my hand over at the drink. If just, you know, <laughs> not getting me sunshine. <laughs> 
Uh, the band agree, um, but he says you won't get Matt Murphy from his wife. He's open to soul food restaurant, and Mr. Fabulous is the maitre d' job. <laughs> this again, I, I, I like you with the songs. Every scene, I kind of went, "Oh, this is my favorite scene." No, the, no, no, this is my favorite bit. No, this is my favorite. Yeah, they they walk in. I was going to point out before we moved away from the hotel. Uh, actors working as waiters. We had Belushi's wife. All right. And Rosie Schuster, one of the Saturday Night Live comedians. Oh. Good spot. Eyes of a hawk. <laughs> IMDB of a hawk. <laughs> um, they go to the restaurant. <laughs> the guy is, is he's talking to this guy on the phone. He's going, uh, yes, sir. Mo- mostly, mostly French. Uh, no, sir. Mayor such and such doesn't come here anymore. He's dead, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, this guy's heard that the mayor eats at whatever this restaurant is and decided to, to ring. They turn up, took napkins into their collars, <laughs> ordered champagne, uh, wrong glass, sir. <laughs> it's that kind of garrulous kind of just waving the glass when to fill it up. Um, he orders champagne and five shrimp cocktails and some bread for my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Did you spot who they were served by? Yes, uh, Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, absolutely. None other than wanking in a theatre's Pee Wee Herman himself. <laughs> is that I, the spleen? Is that the spleen? <laughs> it is the spleen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a future episode. That's, that's, a, good, that's a good one. <laughs> the I was under the impression that's what adult theatres were four. I think so, yeah. I assume yeah. so. Is that he, not why you go to watch pornography in the middle of the day? It's it's a pornography store. I was buying <laughs> pornography. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, say, I assume I've, so. A bit of statage on uh, Dom Perignon. <laughs> oh, por- pornography. <laughs> oh, yes. Mad stats for that. <laughs> Hold go the records. <laughs> <laughs> so, the Battle of Dom Perignon, which was a 71, charged at $120 in Shez Paul, which would be $409.44 today after inflation, which is a bargain because the cheapest I could find a 71 was about €568 Euro or $636.57. Wow. £474.96 of the Queen Sterling. <laughs> I bring that up because the website I found this on had this amazing pop-up saying that they were going to charge me extra tax and uh, postage and packaging because I was basically a Brexit cunt. I say, oh. I, I live in Ireland. We're still in the EU. <laughs> confused, confused website. We never voted for it. Uh, we were dragged. We were dragged. Kicking and screaming, man. Absolutely. You got a? Uh, you got any any Irish cousins we can marry? Right, you can have your boat. Just lines. You had like an Irish grandfather. He was Gaelic of some sort. Aye. You don't have to be too specific. We're not fussy. <laughs> I say that old scene in Chesapeake feels like animal house compressed into one. It, it does, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, this posh family at the at the back. Can can you can you move them? You say, well, well, why? And he says, "Well, it's them." Well, frankly, they're offensive smelling. They're throwing food at one another, and and something that I say all the time: "Your women, 
your daughters. Sell me your little girl. <laughs> How much for your women? <laughs> yeah, speaking of, I actually have the price of a young girl in 1980s America. I'll bring that up for inflation. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you Google that? <laughs> He's on a register now. Right. I cannot recommend NordVPN enough. <laughs> <laughs> this week we are sponsored by. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mr. Fabulous does agree, but only when they threaten to come back every night. Uh, it's just this whole thing of the guy going, Sir, Sir, <laughs> Sir. He's just nothing. <laughs> right. Illinois Nazis, right? Do we know anything about Illinois Nazis? Fucking Illinois Nazis. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hate them. I know that much. That's a fact. Break that down. That was the only thing I picked up on. I was like, I like that wee guy in the (laughs) bugs. Oh, I remember him from Inner Space. (laughs) Oh, God, I sure he was. Yeah, sure he was. (laughs) Forgot about that. Jesus, that took me back. Meg Ryan, I'd like to be in a horse base. <laughs> Goodbye, no, female no, no listeners. One's, no one's are the best. You can't see it, but I'm standing up and rubbing my thighs at the moment. <laughs> They're having this rally on the bridge in the park, and he's going, "White men, women, join us!" And it's re- it's just it's just awful. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. overplayed, of course. But it's just is that terrible. a socialist white people's party? <laughs> I was like, just an ENP, man. (laughs) They're stopping all the traffic. Elwood drives over the bridge, and they have to jump off to not get hit into the water. And the threat is that they're going to chase him down. Now, I think with the Illinois Nazi parties, I forget they're in the film, because that's like that bit is maybe three minutes, four minutes long. And then they're not in it until the end. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. it's a big portion portion of that bit for them just not to be in it anymore. Yeah. That bridge they jumped off. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. That bridge is located in Jackson Park in Chicago. And I'm afraid to say the bridge itself does not have a TripAdvisor page. Oh. So it is worse than the previous bridge in the movie. Oh. So Jesus. hang on. We've got a bridge ranking here. Oh, yes, we do. A, a branking, one might say. <laughs> do not pretend you do not rank bridges you cross on a daily basis. <laughs> I've got my favourites. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, Middlesbrough, the Middlesbrough Transporter Bridge, closely followed by the Newport Transporter Bridge. Uh, the man uh, who enjoys a tipple beneath a bridge. <laughs> quite fussy. I, I tend to spend most of my time trying to stop goats from getting over bridges, to be honest. <laughs> that's, that's my job. But yes, John Lee Hooker is uh, outside this soul food shop. Um, they go in and Aretha Franklin serves them. Uh, what do they order? Oh, t- chickens t- and a Coke. That's yeah. <laughs> <Some brilliant. Yeah. laughs> like, would you want wings? Like, no, no, full chickens. <laughs> <laughs> and some dry white toast. Do you want a drink with that? No. Anything else? No, just four fried chickens and a Coke. And some dry white toast. And she's like, these honkies dress like acidic <laughs> diamond merchants. <laughs> yes. yes uh, Matt recognises the order. Again, the line, we're on a mission from God, comes back. But she refuses to let Matt Matt leave. Um, she says, you better think. Yeah. And then uh, we go. But before that, the line is, hang on, I'm the man and you're the woman. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, <laughs> that's, that's not aged well. 
it was of its time. It was of its time. I definitely wouldn't have said it to fucking old Rita Franklin. I'm certainly not. <laughs> no, she would fuck you up, boys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you really wouldn't, you think? <laughs> she, she yells at him for three minutes. <laughs> she, she's just screaming at him for three minutes. Uh, and everybody dances, and I love this. Even the bit where there's a little bit where, where, where Jake and Elle would just get up and start, and start dancing. It's fantastic. Nice. And just outside works. as well. Oh, all so over the place. Well. Oh, on, the, on the train bridge as well. I looked up on the train bridge and there's <laughs> and people, there's people Yeah. And um, those dancers were just people off the street in that what? scene. Homeless yeah. people. <laughs> no, no. But, yeah, they ship them in from they ship them in from New York. That's how Judy really are to get rid of them. The dancers from outside Ray's place? Yeah. Oh sorry, yeah. the dancers from outside Ray's place were yes, dancers yeah. off the street. Sorry, Chris, I'm getting those ahead of myself. Are Franklin's sisters? Oh, Oh, right. Mm. Wow. They, they were know. her backup singers throughout her entire career. Oh, right. Oh, fantastic. Okay. I'll add that to the list. I'll, yeah, write I'll it down. It. I know. Yeah, it's it's, it's in the movie. Um, <laughs> I was going to say this scene apparently was a fucking nightmare to film as well because Aretha uh, uh, Franklin doesn't sing the same way twice. I'd heard oh. that. Yeah. I've, I've not heard about the scene, but I've heard that she's different thing. every time. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Right, but apparently okay. that was quite common with a few of the performers on this movie. Okay. Because songs only started becoming uniform when recording was more popular. Yeah. Right. We're forever yeah, tweaking them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Aretha Franklin from our good friend Josh, super familiar with the Wilsons, and our kind of cousin podcast. Divided by a common language. Thank you. Aretha Franklin died in 2018 and lay in repost for a week. Early in the week, she was dressed in red and then for a few days, powder blue. And later on, she was buried in rose gold. I mean, somebody really did think about that, eh? There's going to be an apple funeral. Love a bit of rose gold. A woman died. Show some respect. <laughs> That was a while ago. <laughs> One day, the local kids changed the clothes of the dead soul star Aretha Franklin three times as she lay in state. It was out of respect. Oh, no. Jesus. No, we're doing good, fellas. No. Okay. okay. <laughs> Fine. We're still not doing good, fellas. We'll get Did there one day. Notice Matt Guitar Murphy passed away the same year as Aretha Oh, right. Franklin. Okay. Yeah. But he, he lovingly kind of folds his apron off and throws it down. And I thought she was really convincing. I'm like, yeah, I'll stay. Yeah, I'll, I'll stay. I'll, I'll, I'll cook soul food. I mean, I don't get why any of these guys would give up these. I, I guess I'm not a musician, right? But I, I, I wouldn't give up. Some of these are quite cushy jobs. Unless she's going to be, I don't know, singing 20 times differently the whole time. For sake, Mark. They had a sound powerful enough to convert goat piss to gasoline. <laughs> of course they did. Um, th there's more that I didn't see of this um, John Lee Hooker thing. What, yeah. was, what was going on there? Because it wasn't so, my version. There's an extended version of the song, Boom, 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 when they're going in. They actually finished the song before going into the soul food restaurant, and they have an argument about who wrote the song. So he's having a fight with his band. Right. But who wrote it? But you can still hear it as they go into the soul food restaurant. But as they're leaving and going back into the Bluesmobile, they're still having a fight. So it's continued throughout the whole scene. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I thought it was a really nice touch, yeah. 
Uh, John Lee Hooker's date of birth is a subject to debate. Uh, <laughs> they've mentioned 1912, 1915, 1917, 1920, and 1923. Official sources list 1917, although at times Hooker would state he was born in 1920. He died June the 2001, either the age of 83 or the age of 88. Nobody really knows. Is because he died in June 2001. He could not be responsible for 9-11. So he's obviously not a massive cunt. <laughs> Question, what's an official source? <laughs> Fake, don't dare. <laughs> and Kona extra hot chilli sauce, obviously. It's the best. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this... this tiny little scene of curl up and die beauty salon carries doing her nails and reading up on flamethrowers it's got this instruction manual for flamethrowers so i did look for the m-79 flamethrower yep not a very popular model it's almost like it doesn't fucking exist because <laughs> i could find details on the m-79 grenade launcher but nothing on the flamethrower uh, right. flamethrower with that model number Okay. It's no, I, I was I was the same because I thought it was a thing the way she was looking mm-hmm. at it, but every time I'd Google that make, it was always coming up with the, the rocket launcher. <laughs> We're next at Ray's Music, this huge music shop. It's like a fucking football field. Uh, this kid's nicking this guitar. Ray <laughs> Charles, of course, famous blind man, and that's the joke. <laughs> he shoots past him. Go on now, I get! <laughs> I live like. for those horrible visual gags. I love that. <laughs> I cried the first time I seen that. <laughs> it's fair. When Murph says there's no action in this keyboard, uh, uh, Ray plays "Shake Your Tail Feather" on it, uh, he, he, and he does a really good job. As you, exactly as you've said, this is the bit where the uh, the dancers outside um, mm-hmm. are the just 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 local people, and and a lot of them actually did look like they were. Really good at dancing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It used to be quite the pastime. <laughs> yeah. uh, Shake a Tail Feather, 1963, uh, for the five Dutones, made number 51 on the US charts. Uh, short four years later, James and Bobby Purphy, number 25 on the chart. I think the this keyboard. is the first time you hear the entire band together for the first time as well. Oh, right, of so course. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, without any other discussion this is my favorite uh song in the movie right okay ray charles is fucking fantastic he's, what a powerful he's, voice yeah, yeah he's, he's super yeah absolutely it's going to talk about the shop a little bit if you don't please. mind or yes please do. uh ray's music exchange was not the name of the store but it was a real store shelley's loan and jewelry it's contained a mural for the movie which was painted on the side you can see during the movie it was painted in 1979. Uh, some cons decided to burn it down in 2020. Oh, boo. Yeah, I hope they got trapped inside the building. <laughs> and got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> right after. Uh, yeah, it had to be demolished. It was that badly burnt, and it was in business for about 90 years. Wow. So it, it was quite a bit of history burnt oh, down. Breaks my heart about that young going bad. Another place we can't go to on the tour. So the keyboard that he's playing that is a Rhodes piano. 
Uh, the bit where he goes, I'll throw in the black keys for free. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line. Uh, 73 keys instead of the standard 88 on one of these. <laughs> Manufactured from 1946 and still being made today. They buy all this kit. Uh, and and the complaint is that he's, he's ripping them off, uh, you know. But it is what it is. Uh, Elwood and Jake get in this phone box to call. It's a manager, isn't it? I can't remember the guy's name. I'll come to it a little bit later on. Uh, to call to call this manager, and <laughs> Elwood has the line, "Who are you going to call, Jake?" Which I haven't been on IMDb for because I yeah because I don't go on IMDb trivia for these anymore. Um, but I'm absolutely certain that somewhere under the links, it says, Elwood says, who are you going to call, Jake? Which is a link to the fact that Dan Aykroyd also starred in Ghostbusters. Uh, it will be the tagline was, who are you going to call? Because fuck off, IMDb. Work <laughs> harder. A, like, try fucking harder. a fucking reference harder. to a movie four years away. <laughs> yeah, reference <laughs> to a movie that has not yet been made. <laughs> Carrie pulls up and flamethrowers this phone box, which, by the way, is next to this massive propane tank. Uh, <laughs> propane accessories. Uh, the tank explodes and the box flies into the air like Bill and Ted. <laughs> uh, they they crash back down to kind of earth. <laughs> it's like, hey, Jake, there's like $7 worth of change here. <laughs> <laughs> Great. The Nazis get Elwood's address off the computer and pull up at Wrigley Field. Uh, they better hope the cops get to them before we do. Yeah, all right, you're really scary, Nazis. And he's a Catholic. <laughs> yes! Yeah. Oh, damn Catholics. Uh, they pull up at Bob's Country Bunker. They've been driving around for three hours looking for somewhere. Uh, and there's the advert for the good old boys tonight. And inside it looks like something out of Red Dead Redemption. Uh, Roadhouse, will it? Where are they mesh, really? The stage? It is a personal dream someday to play behind chicken wire. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's quite there's quite a few places in Belfast where you can do that, right? <laughs> Just a stand. Not playing music. <laughs> um, he, he asks, "What kind of music do you have?" She says, "Both kinds, country and western." Uh, love that line. <laughs> it's still a great line. I chortled both times I watched this. <laughs> It's full, and, and it's like the cast of Wrong Turner in this place. There's barely a tooth amongst them. <laughs> and, and when they start, they're doing Gimme Some Lovin', the bottles start, which explains the chicken wire. That ain't no Hank Williams song. <laughs> yes, that's the line, yeah. Uh, so what do they do instead? They play the theme tune for... Rawhide. 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 Yeah, that's the theme tune of Rawhide. Rawhide... Uh, 217 episodes across eight series between 1959 and 1965. It's a TV program about cattle drovers in the West, starred a very young Clint Eastwood, and guest starred the likes of, deep breath, Dean Martin, Lon Chaney Jr., Burgess Meredith, Chuck Branson, <laughs> Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> My rustling here is done. But you didn't rustle anything. Oh, didn't I? <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. But look, I... I kind of remember it being on Channel 4, maybe in the 80s or 90s, possibly during the day. Uh, I mean, it was certainly no bounty law, that's for sure. Or Bonanza. Or Bonanza. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't there three Indians last year? <laughs> Jesus. Big horse. Big horse. That's everybody was called Big Horse. <laughs> uh, the theme from Rawhide, the original, uh, is sung by Frankie Lane. 
It's covered, punk, you're going to love this, covered by, amongst others, US crap punk ska band Sublime, <laughs> which is on YouTube, and it is as expectedly awful as you imagine. Uh, members of the Western Writers of America voted it number 58 in the greatest Western songs of all time. Number one is Ghost Riders in the Sky by Stan Jones. <laughs> you, we all know that one, right? It's in the fucking sequel. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, oh, fucking is. Fuck oh. I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to watch it. It's not going to happen. Oh. You know it. you wanna. You know you wanna. Man, we could we could we could do a watch along, couldn't we? We could do a live recording watch along. Fuck no. Let's no. Just don't bring up a bit on the country bunker portion. Apparently, at one stage, they had recorded and filmed. Johnny Horton's song Sink the Bismarck okay. for the portion, which I would love to fucking hear, but apparently it's been lost to the vaults. Oh. Oh, that's a shame. So. It's, pretty, it's probably on that helicopter. <laughs> They're listening to it, having a good laugh. and <laughs> <laughs> Not paying attention. Oopsie. Oh, goodbye, children. Oh, <laughs> Somebody's been clancy browned. Don't lose your head. <laughs> so they're well into this. They're, they're, like, they're, the guys are well into it. Uh, they then move on to the end, like the, the next song they do, Stand By Your Man by Tammy Wynette. Uh, fantastic this, because all the couples are there and they're having a great time. And there was this one guy just crying into his beer. And I, <laughs> I loved him. I was just like, oh, I just want to put my arm around him and just say, it's all right, mate, but pretty much shot. <laughs> I use that as a gif so often online. Oh, really? I haven't even <laughs> thought. Nice, sad reaction gif. I, I need. I need to find that. I'm gonna, to, <laughs> I'm gonna get right on that. That's great. The, that used to be my drinking song. Oh, really? Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Jesus. We, we got arrested singing that one night. <laughs> Where were okay. you? Oh, hometown. Street. <laughs> so, uh, McCullion, that was on an episode of my show. Uh, he was in the cell across the way from. I don't know if he ever told anybody he actually got arrested. So <laughs> in, everybody knows now. <laughs> <laughs> we ended up after being arrested and processed. We were put into cells on the other end of hallways, and we could see each other through the peaky holes. <laughs> so uh, we sang "Stand by Your Man" to each other, and had other criminals telling us to shut the fuck up, <laughs> <laughs> which we did not. Ah. <laughs> so, uh, Come on in here and shut me up. <laughs> I dare you. I dare you. <laughs> a lot of faith in those doors. <laughs> <laughs> you just roll up the mat as like a big baseball bat and just baton them. <laughs> baton them. <laughs> it, it, is, it is a great song. It's a great, great song. I love it. Uh, number one in the UK, Ireland, no less. The mm-hmm. uh, Netherlands, uh, Belgium, and only 19th in the United States, which absolutely blew me away. Losers. Uh, well, we know. Uh, the Hebrew version is entitled Rak Letzido. Literal translation, only by his side. Performed by Ricky Gal in 1982. And I couldn't find it no matter how much I looked. John, you know me. I would I have looked quite hard to find a you, Hebrew you version really of yeah, Stand yeah. By Your Man. <laughs> you love <laughs> um, a good brew. <laughs> uh, but my old boy used to sing to the tune Sometimes it's hard to be a plumber <laughs> all the time. Uh, oh, famously, wow. a bus conductor, my dad. Uh, <laughs> it's not, obviously, but you know, that's, the, that's the joke. Yeah, he used to sing that a lot. 
as the night finishes up, they're doing Rawhide again. I can only think they maybe only knew uh, I was maybe thinking that... three or four countries. Yeah. Like the Lars. The Lars come on stage and they do <laughs> There She Goes. Partway through, they do it twice, and then they do it as the... Yeah. <laughs> and there they go. <laughs> yeah, indeed they do. The feast, 200 bucks, and they drank 300 bucks worth of beer, <laughs> which I love. I love Bob. Uh, they're basically drinking Dash. Uh, the band leave Elwood and Jake, uh, just as these good old boys turn up in this Winnebago. <laughs> Jake pretends to be from the Union. So, <laughs> the good old boys pulling up now, this has always confused me. Yeah, because me too. the bar inside, that's chucking out time. Yeah. So, there's nothing yeah. happening there. Yeah. So yeah. what were they rolling up for? Yeah. Oh, so because he says, he says, oh, sorry, we're running kind of late. Like, you, you, you're either running four yeah, hours late or you're running four minutes late. <laughs> And he says, oh, you know, you, you, you can't play because you're not registered. Uh, who's going to stop us playing? You? Because you're going to look pretty funny trying to eat corn on the cob with no fucking teeth. It's a great <laughs> line. Fantastically delivered. Uh, he, he said, oh, I've got a, uh, I've got an American Express traveler's check. And what I'm going to do is my brother's in there right now, now um, and I'm going to get in and I'm going to sign it. But I need to get in the car to do it because I like to do it on the, the, the glove box. So I'm just going to get in the car and I'm going to say that they drive off. <laughs> That's pretty good. American Express travelers checks are still a thing, which is astonishing to me because it's mm-hmm. like 2022. Um, there's one place in Carlisle you can redeem an American Express travelers check. One. Which I think probably says more about Carlisle than it does about travellers' checks. Does it say where is it the brew dog? <laughs> it's my house. I'll give you fifty p in the dollar, <laughs> and then I'm going to go to brew dog or the Millbourne with that money. <laughs> so they fly off. Uh, the good old boys follow in this camper van of Bob's <laughs> with Bob shooting. They speed past the cops. Uh, the same two cops. Like, how lucky slash unlucky are these two particular <laughs> policemen behind this uh, this this huge poster for "See You Next Tuesday"? Anybody? See you next Wednesday, isn't it? Sorry, see you next Wednesday. I yeah. just wanted to call you a cunt, and that's fine, <laughs> and that's okay. See you next Wednesday. Yeah, well, what's the story about you see you next can Wednesday? Call me a cunt anytime you wish. <laughs> Champion. <laughs> Golden ticket right there. It's uh, <laughs> Colin Card Landis, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's um, it's in uh, the film that he goes to see in American mm. Werewolf in London. Is see you next Wednesday. <laughs> I was going to say, was it Bob driving the good old boy's vehicle? No, it's, uh, it, it's no, he's shooting. And did you see it? But that's not, I don't think that's the good old boy's vehicle. I think that's Bob's camper because it's slightly different. Yeah. It's much smaller than the big Winnebago. But did you see there's there's like four yeah. good old boys up in the top in the bed bit <laughs> looking out the window, which I always thought was Especially really after cute. a crash, isn't that bit uh, shoots off and gets crushed? Yes. Oh, poor good old boys. <laughs> but they did all right. They were actually they were they were straight out. They were grand. Cowboys, hard as sin. Racists, they're 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 a lot more uh, uh, they're a lot more hardy than they make out on Facebook. Fire retardant. The cops basically smash into them and, and, and make a real mess of it. Right, they go and see Maury, right? <laughs> Who is, uh, they're in this sauna. You boys ever had a sauna? Not together. I'm not making any assumptions. Uh, not yet. Yeah. You like a sauna, John? No, it was in this swimming bath, so I thought, do you know what? Free sauna. Let's jump in yeah. here and see what's all about. Before I went and hit my freezing cold house in Pollock. <laughs> Punk, you big fan of the sauna? 
only really did it once again back when I was in America, uh, Native American tribe. They did like a, it was like a bunker of steam, and you stayed in there till you passed out, and then they picked you up and threw you into the river that was close by. What? Jesus. So, yeah, spiritual awakening that. Did you have to put, did you have to was, put cold water in your stones? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Um, <laughs> I was 18 when I was in America, and nobody would serve me. Right. Oh, bro, so, man. Yeah, I would do anything, anything you offered. <laughs> cheeseburger I suck your dick for a cheeseburger <laughs> Laurie says you guys in your hats and your fakakta suits got the Yiddish dictionary out John oh so you did yeah. uh, fakakta lousy messed up and or ridiculous apparently uh, he books them into this palace ballroom. He says, oh, yeah, we could do it in a few months' time. And he says, no, no, book us in tomorrow, which, again, is another stupid point of this film. Utterly mental bit of this film. <laughs> we cut to Curtis at the orphanage. He's telling the kids they need to help keep themselves in a home. And this musical montage of the kids and, and the brothers basically just try to drum up interest is a it's a lot of fun it's really yeah, it's good, good isn't it <laughs> it's uh, it's fats dominoes i'm walking uh, which i'm uh, which which i'm also a i've got to be honest i'm a little bit of a fan of uh, fats mm-hmm. domino was one of those things that i kind of got into because my granddad had a, a few fats domino tapes when i was right. a little boy so that really works for me a 1957 hit for him um it's just it's good music for little kids i think because it's it's short like two and a half minutes long each song mm-hmm. it's yeah. jaunty and it's kind of good now the fats domino story i love right is that when he was living in norlands as the locals call it and katrina hit he went missing people thought he died when his home was flooded only for him to come back three weeks later looking for his cats <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what a guy! Everyone was certainly was dead, and I and I was thought I'm, I'm sure I'm not making this story up. So I looked it up online. Uh, Fats Domino missing, um, and there's a Rolling Stone article saying uh, we're hoping, we're, you know, we're hoping that Fats Fats turns up alive and well at some point. <laughs> Three weeks later, there's another news story with him being interviewed, going, "I've come back for my cats." <laughs> what a guy! What an absolute guy! It's also the piece of music that they make Gizmo dance to in Gremlins 2. Ah, oh, sure is. Yeah, with uh, Christopher Lee and those two uh, twins out of Terminator 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or Pokey Eye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ray Charles putting the sign upside down again. That's the sort of <laughs> gags. Is that what you're here for, is it? <laughs> oh, right up my alley. <laughs> Uh, the kid, the kids are cute as well. Like the little tiny ginger kid that gives the <laughs> the poster to Aretha Franklin, and she just can't help because he's a cute kid. Or she really loves music. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> They're driving around with this fucking massive speaker on the car. <laughs> this huge sound. One of those red siren things. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it looked like. I was expecting. I was expecting them to tell us that there's uh, there's twelve hours of the purge about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Get inside your houses. <laughs> it's like funnily the Titanic. <laughs> 
he's like, you on the bike, <laughs> you in the water. <laughs> it's the Blues Brothers old time band show. Uh, the good old boys see this graffiti advertising the show that says tonight, which is really handy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pissing. And it just says tonight. And it's a drawing of them. Uh, on uh, The car runs out of gas, of course. Uh, so they push it to this uh, this gas station. Uh, the tanker's late. <laughs> the guy's like, oh, no, we've no gas. He says, oh, yeah, I know. He says, no, no, we've no gas. The tanker's late. <laughs> uh, Twiggy turns up. I mean, random. what? So random. <laughs> British, British model Twiggy, yeah, turns up. She thinks Elwood's basically the attendant. Um, he takes her money as well, doesn't he? <laughs> Oh, really? 90 bucks yeah. off of it. Like, he doesn't like, and he's told her it's fueled up before the tanker's even there. What a fucking arsehole. You know? Um, then the tanker does appear, uh, and he says, uh, oh, well, look, you know, uh, if if you fancy, if, if your date doesn't turn up, why don't you meet me at the motel on I-whatever? And she's looking as if to say, what a piece of shit. Like, the way she looks at him, it's like, you fucking scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the name on the tanker as well? No, I didn't. Argon. So we were talking about that um, on the last show with the Welders mix. All right. Okay. Yeah, okay. All relative, big man. All relative. All <laughs> the full Monty was our last episode. Uh, the show's a sellout, but there's no Blues Brothers. Curtis has to go on doing Mini the Moocher, which we've talked about already. I'm going to say the Palace Hotel Ballroom on Lake was a money. That's right. Well, uh, allegedly. Yeah, has a four point nine rating on Google reviews. Uh huh. And most of them are about the fucking movie. (laughs) (laughs) I've written here. uh, People think they are funny. Review it with quotes from the film. Fucking losers. Why don't you make a (laughs) podcast about it? Yeah, productive. (laughs) Yeah. And then the interior of the ballroom itself is the Hollywood Palladium. Yeah. At El Centro Avenue. Seen also in Galaxy Quest. Oh, right. Oh, fantastic. And Day of the Locust. Okay. Well, look, you, you, you really went two sides of the spectrum there. You went, <laughs> oh, the brilliantly cheery Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Million Dollar Baby. <laughs> well, you know, given my earlier story, you know, I'd, I'd sure. somebody getting uh, <laughs> captured and tortured in the basement of the place. I'll not go into that one, but... <laughs> This white tails outfit he's in, still giving it the moves at like seventy or whatever he was, is fantastic. And, Slick, and, yeah, and and obviously it's it it it's played at a certain tempo and style. And when they're sneaking in, they're doing like the sneaking yeah. to the tune is great. I, I oh I it love that. It there are yeah. so many little moments in this that just yeah. makes it feel like a Looney Tunes cartoon yes. in live action. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Totally. The I, I did I did have to question what that thing on the end of the trombone is that makes them go wah 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 wah. wah, wah. Yeah, it's a trombone mute. Uh, Forty six pounds at Dorks Music Online. <laughs> there you go. Imagine getting that for a present and nothing else. <laughs> Not the trombone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you got to save up for the trombone. I was gonna skip back a bit when the Please. boys are in the tunnel. Yes. And Jake complains that Night Train is a mean wine because that sent me down a little rabbit hole where I looked up uh, Night Train Express, usually abbreviated to Night Train, typically contains 17.5 ABV. So it was basically an American Buckfast. 
Yeah, that's what it sounds oh, like. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, so it was uh, discontinued in 2016, so I couldn't get a price to compare it with. But oh. uh, Buckfast needs the competition. It's uh, a monopoly. Yeah, at pound ninety five. What for a for, yeah. for a full bottle? Shocking. Yeah, that's crazy. That's robbery. That is right enough. Yeah. I mean, we were we when you got your uh, ten pounds pocket money, you could get two bottles and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Kept me up for days, man. <laughs> well, he's running about with his champagne. <laughs> Champagne, love it. I'll, I'll, I'll never forget the time that uh, me and some younger mates, uh, Gav, who probably will be listening to this, uh, did Bucky bombs during some wrestling show that I wasn't aware of, and yeah. I honestly thought my heart was going to stop at the age of thirty-three. <laughs> I was certain they were in their early twenties. I was thirty-three. I was certain that was the day I died. Still here, miraculously. Tell you, if I was to how do much one of those, caffeine can you process at one time? Yeah, and I couldn't process that at all. Um, Elwood sprays this marine proxy on the accelerator, and this is the this is the line. Uh, this is glue, strong stuff. I just love the delivery. The delivery is great. It's just it's probably really bad, but it doesn't feel really bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels like a really good delivery. But again, that glue you mentioned. Their punk that it's it, it's like a Looney Tunes and it is just like mm-hmm. a Looney Tunes. Yeah, uh, the state troopers are here with candy and there are hundreds of them. Like there are thousands of them, completely unnecessary. Uh, they're, they're, they're everywhere, aren't they? The state state swarm in the building. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he says, "Right, are we going to go and get them?" Uh, and he says, uh, "He says, wait, I haven't even heard these boys sing." <laughs> they go and grab a seat, and this is the uh, this is the uh, who wants an orange whip. Orange whip, orange whip, <laughs> orange whip, three orange whips. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sure I'm not. I'm sure I'm not the only one that's done this. Uh, orange whip is a cocktail made with rum, vodka, cream, and orange juice, apparently, uh, and also allegedly had a resurgence after the release of the film. Right. Quick, quick reminder that these cops are drinking on the job. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just another reminder that a-, a cab just, 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 just put it back <laughs> out there. Later on, when they're filling in paperwork and say, like, well, why didn't you arrest them on site? You sat through two songs. Oh, well. <laughs> we were busy with orange whips. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sat through two songs and the encore. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I've, I've, we've, we've got rum and orange juice in the house. I could maybe go and get some cream. I, I, can you get vodka anymore? Is that okay? Is it alright to drink? Glenn's vodka. I think that's alright, isn't it? Because that's, yeah. that's, made, that's made in air. Aye. You, you, you can't eat drink Smirnoff, but you can drink uh, Russian Standard, apparently. <laughs> right, okay. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, the, the brothers come in, they somersault onto the stage, and there's just this stunned Stand. silence. Oh, <laughs> Awkward. They, of course, do Everybody Needs Somebody, which is kind of the song that everybody remembers. It's far from the best song of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did used to do this at karaoke with a, a friend of mine who's a big Blues Brothers fan, who we watched the first time I saw this, I was 11 years old. Could you imagine mm-hmm. how much of a kick I got out of this at 11 years old? Oh, God, yeah. For the yeah. first time. Because yeah. it's a it's a child's film. Oh, yeah. Swearing and misbehaving. Um, Children need to know. I know. Yes, they do. Yes, they I do. Know. Pricks. And and everybody needs to know as well that that 
please don't just chase Smokey and the Bandit. There was other people being chased in cars. <laughs> Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers started it all. <laughs> uh, they then do Sweet Home Chicago. Uh, they're pulled aside by this record exec, which is completely stolen in Wayne's World, this bit, by the way. You know, the, the <laughs> bit with the guy, I'm such and such from such and such, I'm Mr. Big from Re- such and such records. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's completely ripped off in that. Who- also happened to be head bouncer here back in the <laughs> <laughs> yes! knows every yeah. every exit. Go out through the vent. Go out through the vent. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's handy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the cops and the good old boys realise that they're away and head down. They're heading down this ancient tunnel. It's like fucking Metro, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Ex- expecting some sort of fucking mutants to come out. The <laughs> fallout. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Carrie shoots this rifle, it empties a clip and doesn't get a single, doesn't touch a single. It's like me in first person shooters. <laughs> it's like the 18 minute. It's not a lot of bullets and a lot of maybe dies. I've played, I've played about 10 hours worth of uh, cyberpunk uh, this week and I oh, can't hit shit. Uh, and I don't know if it's me or the game's broken. I'm I not sure. It, I don't I know. It's, the game. <laughs> it's, it's probably 50 50. That he's covered in mud, absolutely drenched, and he stands up. Uh, and he's he'd left her at the altar. She's like, "You contemptible pig," which I'm going to start using a lot on Twitter. <laughs> so, listeners and uh, fellow podcasts, watch your fucking back. Get um, ready. <laughs> she's about to kill him for the common good because he left her at the altar. Something about my my father got in like the the one last um, deal with such and such. He called in his last favour with such and mm. such. A, wherever, uh, and got the best Romanian caterers. And we're like, I want a Romanian caterers. I wonder what, I wonder what that is. <laughs> uh, he begs her, doesn't he? He's pleading, I ran out of gas. I had a flat tyre. Someone stole my tux. There was locusts. An earthquake. Yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant. Uh, he pulls off his glasses and those eyes. Yeah. Man, man's had eyes, didn't he? Jesus. Mm-hmm. He really did eyes. Uh, they they snog and he drops her in the mud. Let's go. <laughs> this must is the line. Very strange because wasn't she engaged to Elwood at the time? Was she really? I didn't I'm know this. Please do. We need to Google um, that. That's, that's, after that's double check that one. Yeah, I was under okay. the impression that uh, Carrie Fisher and Aykroyd got engaged during the Blues Brothers. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse the silence. I will have to check that one. No, 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 I'm, I'm doing no, it now. No. Sorry, I'm doing it now. And her relationship with Aykroyd ended when she reconciled with singer Paul Simon. Okay. They were going to, but we need to dig in to see when it was. That's all right. We'll, we'll just go with that. Source we believe you. <laughs> <laughs> and so now it's the line that everybody knows. 106 miles to Chicago. We've got a full tank of gas. Half pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Uh, this highway pursuit, though, is brilliant. Oh, Good old boys can't stop, so they career off into this dock. Uh, I just have to say, at this time, I have a chase time fuck notes for this entire <laughs> second. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, there's a bit where they're in there, and uh, the, the head of the good old boys is basically like, don't you say a fucking, fucking word. word. <laughs> He's such an angry man. He really is. Brilliant. Uh, as the sun rises, the chase is still happening. So, did 106 miles take all night? Maybe it was daylight savings. 
<laughs> Just lousy farmers. <laughs> uh, the Nazis hear the police radio and join in. There's this huge pileup, including ca- Candy. Um, uh, is uh, this is car? What number is this? Five five. This is car fifty five. We're in a truck. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's a great line. It's brilliant lovely. delivery. He's so happy when he's seen it as well, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Hand me that radio. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to do this. <laughs> uh, they're in Chicago City. There's all sorts. There's the boat cops, the horse police, badge patrol. They're all there. Um, they're doing 120 mile an hour under this L train platform. And oh, all I could think Jesus. was, CJ, you've got to catch the damn train. <laughs> but that, that the, the, the choreography that it must have took, because it, it's whipping by cyclists and stuff like You're thinking, man, these are really, really close here. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of Paradise City. <laughs> nice. It reminded me a little bit of the opening to all the uh, police uh, squad films. Oh, I mean, <laughs> Yeah, on the uh, DVD commentary, uh, Landis goes to length saying they had to shoot it twice, another time with pedestrians, because test audiences thought it was sped up when they seen the test footage. All right, wow. Right. So, right. Excellent. And he was very proud of this uh, speeding montage. Okay. So just known for being dangerous when filming stuff, known for not giving a <laughs> shit about it, like Quentin Tarantino in Kill Bill 2. Yeah, all right. What a dick. Penis. <laughs> yes. Uh, the Nazis chase them up this road that's not yet complete out of speed. Uh, yeah. and, they, and they slam the brakes on, and the car f- flips. Like, oh, it doesn't make any sense. It make any sense at all. Um, <laughs> the Nazis, however, drop for absolute miles. Um, and <laughs> the guy's like, I always loved you. <laughs> and what, I thought what it missed is a Wile E. Coyote-style gulp sign. <laughs> yeah, this was another Looney Tunes moment. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Mother! And <laughs> just confirmed that all Nazis are secretly gay. <laughs> yes, they are! Yeah, they are, yeah. Proof. Yeah. yeah, they're gay and have got tiny penises. <laughs> One testicle. <laughs> yes, the, the the other, of course, is in the Kelvin Hall. As we there know. you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ride of the Valkyries is playing, of course, while they're chasing them and dropping. My favourite blues song. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's famously by Richard Wagner, not the bloke who pushed Natalie Wood off of a boat, uh, <laughs> and also features in Birth of a Nation, uh, the Bugs Bunny short, What's Opera Duck, and of course, best known in Apocalypse Now as being the only other film with lots of helicopters where a lot of people die. Uh, ooh, ooh. Hey, <laughs> they pull up at the plaza, uh, and the second they get out, the car drops to bits, and it's perfectly timed, and it looks brilliant. I, it looks good. It does look good. I felt for Elwood in that scene. The yeah. conveyance of emotions in that man's face. <laughs> <laughs> you loved that car. <laughs> They hole up in the foyer, blocking the doors with all the furniture they can. So, <laughs> you'd think from this, yeah, hoying the bins up on the thing. You'd think from this bit of the scene, the foyer's completely empty. But as it flips later on, you see all these people, and it's a massive, massive no one's doing anything about it. Brilliant. I wouldn't mind. The place probably has about 10 fucking entrances. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. One. Exactly. And only one lift. Um, <laughs> they block the doors he's like excuse me cook uh, cook assessor's office yet yeah, down there on the right take the lift <laughs> run uh the swat 
are coming down the uh, coming down the. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, brilliant! Absolutely love that. <laughs> when did that start? The hot, hot, hot. Because it's uh, been I, done in South Park as well. It, it's yeah, and it's in. Um, it, it, they do it in Toy Story as well. Yeah. I don't know when that started, but SWAT yeah. stands for Special Weapons and Tactics. The term was first used in 1964 by the Philadelphia Police Department in response to the high number of bank robberies in the city at the time. <laughs> so I haven't got anything fun there. Just just facts. Just the facts, ma'am. Oh, facts are fun. Uh, the, the cops. So there's everybody. There's the cops. There's the fire. There's the army. There's the military police. They all turn up. There's a tank at one point. It's like you've got five stars in GTA. Um, the girl from Ipanema's the music in the lift, which I really was into because I love a bit of music and I absolutely love bossa nova or you know anything like that kind of central or southern yeah yeah, american music uh bossa nova style sound uh was known as the new samba and came about in the 50s and 60s girl from ipanema brilliant if you want to hear the best slash worst version try listening to frank sinatra singing it fucking hell (laughs) a really old frank sinatra singing girl from ipanema is just awful Did you see two blokes, black suits, whatever? I sent them down there. (laughs) Screaming (laughs) as they go. Um, Elwood flies fries the circuits on this lift. What's this fucking thing he's got? This like screwdriver with the screwdriver which Hmm. breaks the screws. I want one of those. I need. No, I think it it twists as it compresses. Oh right, like a hand activated screwdriver. Fuck! I've got to get one of those. Quite handy, never be looking for a charger then, son. No, exactly. Right, um, he fries the circuits in the lift because there's only one lift. Um, again, if uh, you'd seen the scene where he works at a can factory that makes magic cans, you'd understand bits like this a bit better. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All cans are magic, especially if they've got booze in them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They get to the assessor's office and there's a note back in five minutes. I was like, (laughs) What? Uh, uh, Did you spot this chap? Before we get to that, there was another bit that was cut out of the movie. All right, so, excellent. So while it's closed for five minutes, they're standing and waiting. As they're standing and waiting, everybody's running up the towers, going up the flights of stairs, and they're there trying to pass time by clicking fingers and doing things that you would do to pass time. <laughs> while waiting. Yeah. It's a, surprise it was cut out. It's quite a... Quite a funny scene. It's quite fun and, and important to know how uh, close these guys are. Yeah, it builds up the ante a little bit towards the end. Yeah, okay. This gentleman that was the uh, cook uh, assessor, do we know who that was? Your man that made Star Wars. It's <laughs> <laughs> not quite, not quite. Your man that made the, uh, what's he t-shirt for? Because he's got little legs. Uh, yeah, uh, Steven Spielberg. Steven uh, Spielberg. Uh how many acting roles do you think he has on IMDb? And I'm talking features, not shorts and made-for-TV stuff. A business performance here, not many. <laughs> it isn't many, no. John, I guess. Oh, you're close. A little bit more. Eight. Six and a half. Nine! <laughs> nine! <laughs> uh, nine! Nine acting roles. Was in it Schindler's List as well? <laughs> <laughs> he was born red. Sch- Schindler's Fist. Uh, uh, mostly uncredited, including Jaws, Gremlins, Jurassic Park, The Lost World, Men in Black, Vanilla Sky, and Austin Powers. Yeah, you know him in Austin Powers. 
<laughs> hey, Austin, do you like that bit of the version? I think it's groovy, baby. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Uh, and he's also very briefly in, although I can't remember this at all, in Paul. You know that Peg Frost alien Oh, the thing? alien thing? Yeah. yeah. Missed that as well. I just made myself feel a bit sick by doing an Austin Powers impression. Oh, what next? Borat. <laughs> Can you do it? <laughs> I was waiting on it. <laughs> so was that. Who are you married to? Nope. Uh, the band, the the guys turn up and arrest him, but not before he's got a receipt for his five grand. Um, and next up is Jailhouse Rock in prison, and the band are amazing, by the way. Uh, yeah. But my question is, why are the rest of them in there? Yeah. It, it makes zero I know. sense. I know, I know. It's that why are the Blues Brothers in so much trouble? Uh, a bit of a, I suppose, uh, high speeds. Evading arrest. Yeah. yeah. But why were so many police there to arrest them? And, blo- <laughs> and blown up a petrol station and they just seemed to give two fucks about the guy that was inside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all the music and the talent singing and performing at the end uh, through Jailhouse Rock, which I thought was really, really nice. And I loved the bit, there was a little bit of the crew, the crew all on yeah, these yeah. bleachers mm-hmm. singing, which was yeah. really good. But shortly after that, John Landis crashed a helicopter into them and they all died. So, uh, you know, it, it is it is, it is, is what it is. Jailhouse Rock, 1957 Elvis song. God, we've done so much Elvis this year alone, John. Uh-huh. Um, uh, <laughs> a budget of one million and it made a four million return. Not too shabby. Uh, should you wish to take instruments into prison, you can in the UK. Inmates who have earned certain privileges can have one musical instrument. The choice currently includes guitar, harmonica, recorder, or flute. Recorder? What are you well, school? God, Frere Jacques all over again. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. Uh, right, lads, what else have you got? I was going to mention the Ask for Babs during the credits at the end. All right, yes. Uh, Animal House also had the I'd same. I've forgotten about this, yeah. Uh, I went through a big kick of Belushi stuff. There's not a lot of it, so it didn't take long to work through it. I had stuff that didn't fit anywhere. Um <laughs> Stolen off IMDb because I didn't realize that was a thing until I'd finished. <laughs> Arseholes. Um, Belushi was known as the black hole because he went through hundreds of pairs of sunglasses during production. Oh. You've got the one about him disappearing during filming. Uh, I haven't. We discussed it, but I didn't note it down because I thought you might have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Apparently, one night filming, because there was a lot of late night filming happened on this movie, uh, credited to the amount of cocaine that everybody was on. <laughs> so, yeah, the last Belushi one night, it was Ackroyd that found him. There was one house that had their lights still on, so he thought he'd stop and ask at this house if they'd seen him. And when they answered the door, they said, are you looking for Belushi? Because he came in and looked for a glass of milk and a sandwich and fell asleep on their sofa. Nice. Ackroyd decided to affectionately dub him America's guest after this, rather than <laughs> the moocher. Yeah, according to Dan Ackroyd, many theaters in the American South refused to show the film because they felt there were too many African Americans in it. Wow. Which, Crazy. for something that was created in our lifetime, is a horrible thing to think of. 
the talent in that was unbelievable as well. Never get that again. No. Uh, yeah, Universal themselves kept trying to get the filmmakers to replace the Blues and Soul stars with more contemporary success flags like Rose Royce. Oh, Jesus. But Landis and one of his few acts not being a prick stuck to his guns. Okay. Good. But again, yes, a lot of theatre chains refused to book the movie into theatres in white neighbourhoods. Wow. Astonishing. Yeah. So, I should have something funnier to end on. <laughs> it's all right. I've got a couple. John, Good. what you got? Uh, what we've got? All right. Twiggy's real name is uh, Leslie Lawson. She's a name now. Uh, Wrigley Field is a Major League Baseball stadium located in North Chicago, Illinois. Uh, it's home of the Chicago Cubs in a capacity of 41,000. Opened the 23rd of April 1914. Uh, Orange Crush is a brand of carbonated soda drink owned and marketed by Craig Dr. Pepper, originally created as an orange soda. It was introduced 111 years ago. <laughs> Vienna Polish sausage is a real thing. <laughs> it's a skinless sausage. Uh, made from hot and spicy beef infused with a special blend of cyan peppers and zesty seasoning and prophylactic so as a medicine. <laughs> straight from sausage onto prophylactic <laughs> as a medicine <laughs> or course of uh, action used to prevent disease. Done! Skin Brilliant. sausage! <laughs> <laughs> uh, there were 104 cars destroyed in the making of. This puts it at number seven in the most cars destroyed on screen behind Transformers 3 at 532. But I assume most of those were cartoon cars and not real. <laughs> uh, Richard J. Daly Plaza, named after Mayor Richard J. Daly, who was the mayor of Chicago from 1955 to 1976 when he died. The James R. Thompson Center is next door and featured in The Fugitive, I don't care, and was Wayne Enterprises in Batman Begins. Oh. Uh, that big sculpture that's there is a Picasso, and it's known as the Chicago Picasso, although it doesn't actually have a name. It's uh, 50 foot tall and weighs 147 tons. Picasso's full name, anybody? Pablo right. Diego. Right. <laughs> Almost. Pablo Diego, Jose Francisco de Puala, uh, Juan Nepomuncio, Maria de los Remeados, Cipriano de la Santissima Trinidad, Ruiz a Picasso, or Paul to his mates. Bloody hell. All right, I found another one while we we're chatting, just Please. to be awkward. It was during the scene where they had met Murph and the Magic Tones. Yep, and they were talking about uh, the money that was owed. Uh, he pulled that job to pay for the band's room service tab from the Kiwanis gig in Cold City. Yep. Cold City is a small village. I didn't know America had villages, so you know <laughs> that's a fact. Uh, considered a fringe town of Chicago, but it was where John Candy filmed parts of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, wow. Right, okay. So I with them being in both. Little connection. Super. Good work. I've totted them up while we've been doing that. Punk, is you're the guest. Do you want to guess first? 500. <laughs> well, that would be a new record, were it so. John, do you want to have a bit more reasonable guess? I'm going to be a bit more modest and say 123. Oof, lower. Lower. What? Rolex. 105. Higher, Punk. 115. 
Oh, one above. Had you not got that last one, you'd have got that right. 116. Wow. Good work, gentlemen. We did it, brothers. We did done it indeed. Punk, you have been a long-time want for this podcast. We have been desperate to get you on. You have not disappointed us. Oh, fuck no. I love you, sweetie. You've not disappointed the listeners either. Uh, tell us if we want some more desperate, desperate need to listen to you at Monday morning, first thing when you uh, when it hits Spotify, where can we do so? Oh, if you want to make your Monday blue, oh yes, no better man. Um, possibly the best way to find me is to look up wtfdyw.co.uk because that will bring you to everywhere I'm hosted, so wherever you prefer to listen, that's where I am. Or, you know, if they let this pass the censors, uconst.co.uk <laughs> See a website, funnier URL. <laughs> Fantastic. See you next Wednesday. <laughs> and, and a lot of fun it is too. Uh, we, of course, can be found on the Twitters at 100 Things Pod. We can be found on all those other internet places, social medias at 100 Things Film. We are so grateful for all of the listens all of the likes all of the telling your pals and all that kind of stuff so keep doing that please john Mm -hmm. what do you want to say to these lovely people in fact where are they going to find you well (laughs) uh, they can find me on divided by a common language it's easy for you to say i know it really is uh with (laughs) our friends of wilson's and the bellend boys which i've started calling them now (laughs) lucky them um, and I just like to say that I don't know if Punk's rubbing off on me, um, but I just like to say all the people out there, thank you. You're a good cunt, and thanks for listening. <laughs> Super lads, a lot of fun. Had a great time. Thank thanks you very both. Much. And uh, listeners, you'll get us next week for some more shite. Uh, but for now, we have been 116 things we've learned from the Bruce Brothers. See ya. See you guys. Good luck.